Welcome to another episode of the SaaS Podcast. I'm your host, Omar Khan, and this is the show where I interview proven founders and industry experts who share their stories, strategies, and insights to help you build, launch, and grow your SaaS business. Today's interview is with Peter Coppinger. Peter is the co-founder and CEO of Teamwork, an online collaboration tool that allows teams to work together more efficiently. Is your team struggling with spreadsheets that can't keep up with your workflows? It's time to switch to Jotform Tables. Jotform Tables is an all-in-one workspace that lets you collect, organize, and manage data seamlessly. Not only can you create online forms to gather data directly in Jotform Tables, but it also serves as a powerful tool to manage and analyze the data collected from your existing Jotform forms. You can also import spreadsheets or enter information manually, and all your data is stored securely in one place. Jotform Tables makes collaboration a breeze. You can share your tables with a single click and work with your team in real time. Say goodbye to version control issues and hello to efficient teamwork. Get started with Jotform Tables for free today at sasclub.io slash jotform. That's sasclub.io slash jotform. Are you looking to sell your online business or buy one to start your entrepreneurial journey? Discover exciting opportunities with Bupos.com. Bupos is the number one platform for buying and selling profitable online businesses and the first to offer built-in acquisition financing for qualified buyers. At Bupos.com, you can explore their exclusive listings, browse listings from other marketplaces, or submit your own deal for approval. Bupos can offer pre-approved financing for recurring revenue businesses, allowing you to access fast funding with no personal guarantees. And their experienced M&A advisory team supports you every step of the way. To learn more, visit sasclub.io slash Bupos. That's sasclub.io slash B-O-O-P-O-S. Sign up today and get qualified to sell your business or find your next deal. Hey there, SaaS founders. Are you looking to grow your B2B SaaS business to the first million in annual recurring revenue? I've got something that can help you. Introducing the SaaS Club newsletter, your weekly source of proven strategies, practical insights, and exclusive interviews with successful B2B SaaS founders who have been in your shoes and are ready to share what they've learned. Each week, you'll get a quick five-minute read delivered straight to your inbox full of growth tactics, lessons learned, and insider tips to help you tackle those early stage challenges and grow your business to seven figures and beyond. So what are you waiting for? Head over over to sasclub.io slash newsletter and join over 4,000 other SaaS founders and entrepreneurs who are already using these insights to grow their businesses. Subscribe to the SaaS Club newsletter today and get the support you need to keep moving forward on your SaaS journey. Peter and his co-founder Daniel Mackey founded the Irish-based company in 2007 and Peter and Daniel have bootstrapped the company to date and Teamwork today has almost 1.5 million users. Peter, welcome to the show. Hi, Omar. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Now, I gave the audience a brief overview of your product and business. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself personally? Who who is Peter when he's not working? Okay. Um, I'm originally from West Cork in the south of Ireland. Um, From an early age, I had a really strong interest in software development programming. Um, uh, Bill Gates was a bit of a hero of mine. I knew that one day I wanted to get into software development maybe make a company that would take on Microsoft. I knew this since I was eight years old. So this is uh, like following my dream. Um, I did originally want to make games, but somehow I got sidelined into web development. And uh, here we are. Um, company's going pretty good. We're, we're hitting about 14 million in revenue, but we're planning to grow this piece to, to be an absolute massive company, which um, hopefully hitting revenues of 100 million within the next five years. 
All right. Now, we like to kick things off with a success quote to better understand what drives and motivates our guests. What is one of your favorite quotes? I think it would have to be dream big has always been my favorite quote. And it's something that has kind of inspired our efforts here. We're really shooting for the stars with Tumor PM. We're not happy to rest on laurels. So I definitely would advise everyone to, uh, to dream big. Great. Now tell us a little bit about what you were doing before you started teamwork. All right. Um, so I somehow fell into, I dropped out of college, as everybody does, who's eager to, to kind of just get moving. I couldn't wait to get my business going. Um, somehow fell into uh, website development, which in turn became application development for a lot of local companies here in Cork. Um, so we were doing a lot of, we did hundreds upon, maybe we, we probably did about 300 applications for companies like Pfizer, for Lilly, for um, for a lot of um, medium-sized companies in this region. So that kind of gave us a, a good framework. Like we, we got very good database design and application design and rapid application development. But um, for years, we were kind of, even though we were working very hard, we were working 60, 70 hour weeks, we were really struggling to get ahead. Um, so we, we, we started making a couple of uh, products. Uh, we, we tried this thing to see if tag stores selling cold fusion components online. That did okay, didn't do great for us. Um, but uh, one day we hit upon the idea of teamwork. Can you give the audience um, a better understanding of what teamwork is? Who are your target customers and, and what are the problems that you're trying to solve for them? Okay, as I said, we had, um, we had hundreds of projects on the go. And we had a small team of six people. And we, we thought we were organized. We had this big whiteboard in the office with all our projects listed. And we had a meeting every Monday morning where we, we figured out which clients were screaming the loudest and we dealt with them in that order. But um, we, were, we were very unorganized. Um, and as we started to grow our consultancy, we realized we needed a better system. So we, we um, had heard of a couple of products out there. So we looked at the market leaders. Um, we tried out a couple of them. We gave Basecamp as the market leader at the time. We gave Basecamp a go. And we were absolutely shocked. This is seven years ago. We were, we were genuinely shocked that uh, the market leader didn't even allow you the option to put dates on tasks. So at the time, you couldn't even put a due date on a task. And, all the other products were terrible. And we, were, we said to each other, though, myself and my co-founder, Dan, looked at each other and we said, we make better applications than this every single day for our clients. Why don't we give it a go, try and make something that will work for us, that will solve our own problems, and hopefully other people will enjoy it also. So we put our heads down, uh, kind of just working part-time while we still were doing 60 hours a week and all the other client work. Uh, we dedicated Fridays to working on this side project. And uh, three months later, we released the first version of Teamwork. And that first month, we made um, $124, I think. Um, but we just, and the first version wasn't great, as it never is. But we just kept improving the product to, um, to scratch our own itch. Every time we needed a feature, for example, we needed the ability to attach files to a task. Just as a very convenient way of having everything you need to get the task done. So we added that feature. And then uh, we decided that we needed the ability to add comments to a task so that we could ask each other follow-up questions. Then we decided we needed the ability to have files on those comments. Then we decided we needed dependencies. And we just kept kind of solving our own problems. We were very kind of technically focused. Um, and the product was just out there floating in the web with little or no marketing, just a very basic website that myself and my co-founder had made. But um, it just started growing from there. I think people started finding the product just by um, 
basically by trying a lot of people like to try every project management product out there to figure out what works for them. And so based on the just the strength of the tech, our product started to grow. Did you go out and talk to any customers about what they were looking for or were you guys just focused on building this for yourselves? We a bit of both. We were very, very, very focused on what we needed, what we wanted. We set out a roadmap based on our own internal needs. Um, and because we were, we were still running our consultancy for the first three years while using teamwork, we kept refining teamwork to meet our own needs, which coincidentally happened to be what our clients needed as well. That said, though, we did always with a really strong emphasis on listening to our customers and listening to what they asked and bending over backwards to help them if they had a problem. We added task templates and privacy based on requests from our customers. We added mobile apps based on requests from our customers. So, so yeah, a, a kind of mixture of both. So how, how did you make your first $124? Where did those customers come from? Um, it, it, interestingly enough, it wasn't my mother or dad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we have absolutely no idea. I remember we were really surprised when we got our first payment because we, had, we hadn't even registered with uh, Google. We hadn't uh, put out any tweets. We were terrible at marketing. Um, somehow somebody randomly found us on the web and registered. So um, from there, we, we eventually started asking people to tweet about our product if they like our product. And we started kind of getting a bit better at our marketing efforts. So how long did it take from the point that you launched the first version of Teamwork to the point where you got that first paying customer? Uh, oh, we had the first paying customer within two weeks. Um, wow. Yeah, so so that was interesting. And we, we gave a 30-day free trial as well. So it was interesting that somebody kind of looked at it and it obviously scratched their itch and they didn't bother um, they didn't bother even waiting out the trial. They signed up straight away. So yeah, wow. we, we were pretty excited by that. But it was a very slow trickle at the start. How much of your resources were you putting into this product? Um, and if you guys are working 60 hours, you know, one of the things that I hear a lot is <clears throat> if you want to be successful, you have to focus, right? You have to focus on that one thing. Um, but from what I'm hearing with you guys, I mean, you, you, had the, you had the consulting business, which was paying the bills. Um, you decided to dedicate one day a week to working on this. Um, and so looking back at that, what would you have done differently? Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, I suppose we were very cautious in getting teamwork going. We probably, instead of going one day a week, we probably should have gone two or three days a week. Um, but, you know, dropped a few client projects, lived on the breadline, just concentrated on getting the product going faster. Uh, we definitely could have done a much better job with the marketing side of things. We would have grown much faster. We probably could have shaved a year off between where we are now and where we were then if we had put more of an emphasis there. That said, we had a big kind of, we did not, we didn't want to drop all our existing customers or clients. So we really wanted to kind of manage the consultancy and kind of transition our customers over. So what we eventually did, I think it was, uh, I think it was 2011, we finally sold our web design business to another company here that we really know and trust. And we transitioned all our existing clients. We've got a big multinationals and colleges here using us at the time. We kind of handheld them all over to the new company who took over the web development for them. At what point did you feel that, well, let, let me ask you a different question. Is when you started building this product, Yeah. Did you think, was your intention to turn this into this next business? 
Or did that happen somewhere down the line where you guys felt like, okay, no, this could actually replace the consulting business? What was the thinking when you started building this thing? Yeah, it was. It was always the, we always wanted to make products. We, we somehow got wrapped up into this whole consultancy world, which is horrible. You're, um, you know, you're never going to earn anything more than your blood, sweat and tears. Um, it's nice to make a product and put it out there. And while you're asleep, you know, it's, it's earning you money. Um, we always knew we wanted to make a product and we had had a few stabs of kind of smaller products before that, that didn't really work out, made our own cotton management system and a few other bits like that. So absolutely. Um, another kind of interesting thing is that there was, um, three co-founders originally and what kind of really gave us a, a kick to kind of go off and do this is that one of the guys told us that he was, uh, he was fed up with this hard work and, uh, he headed to Australia. And it was at that time I turned around to my colleague, Dan, seven years ago, and I said, look, we'll give this one more year uh, or I'm going to go get a real job. He was fed up with the consulting business or, or the team of product We're, side? No, no, we hadn't even started the product at that stage. Uh, it was just a, an idea. But um, yeah, he was just kind of fed up with this hard work doing the consultancy. And uh, he said he was going to go to Australia, which sounded pretty, uh, pretty nice. So we said, myself and Dan and I said we'd give teamwork we, we really give teamwork a, a good crack give it a year see how it goes so d- does he still have uh equity in the company no no we, we bought him out at the time well going to australia probably wasn't that nice then. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um you launched in 2007 um and at what point did you feel like you were getting some meaningful traction here like, you know, you got $124 the first month. Then what happened? Tell me a little bit about what happened in the next next few months and sort of the first year. Okay. It was probably uh, two years later when we had enough money coming in. Teamwork was no – teamwork got to a point where it was making us more money than our regular consultancy. So at, once that kind of happened, we were able to start stopping all the consultancy work and concentrate a lot more on teamwork. So it went from one day a week to two days a week to three days a week. Uh, it was always our weekends. So we do, typically we did four days work and we did like three, the weekend and Friday working on the product. Then it became Thursday, Friday and the weekend. Then it became Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and the weekend. And eventually we just sold the website business and went uh, fully working on teamwork. Um, yeah, it took, took about two years to get there. Um, it was kind of when we hit about 100,000 in revenue per month that we were really able to say this is this is going places. So you got to, you guys were doing a hundred thousand in hundred thousand per month in two years. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure about that, but yeah, within three years, certainly. Yeah. Now you didn't do much marketing though, right? Uh, we got slightly better. Like, um, the biggest thing with us was we, we started a referral scheme somewhere along there and that's done very well for us. We didn't do have that for the first two years. So, Automatically, any of our customers, if they refer people to us, they get they earn twenty five percent of every referral, which has been great. Then we simply started like getting out a regular newsletter twelve times a year, which was great to give us that kind of push to get something done, something big done every month. But also in that newsletter, we encouraged our customers to forward that on to their friends, um, and uh, to spread it around and to retweet about it and so on. So we we started some efforts, but like we have to admit that we're still very technically focused. And, you know, could massively have improved there. 
what, what do you think was one of the biggest challenges that you guys faced as you were trying to grow this business? Biggest challenges? Um, finding staff, of course, everyone has that problem. We're still struggling with that today. There's so many bad developers floating around. And it's kind of hard to tell how bad they are until they're kind of doing a trial for you. Um, I'm trying to find them here in Ireland. There's a lot of good developers in Ireland, but where we are in the south of the country, uh, most of them are up in Dublin. Um, I suppose at the start, you're struggling as well to pay the wages that the bigger companies are paying. So until you kind of are earning money, it's hard to get the real good talent. Apart from that, again, I'd have to go back to the marketing. We really struggled with that. Uh, again, we were like we were hiring programmers, but we we didn't hire a marketing person until I think a year and a half ago. Wow! And, and so, why was that? I think it was uh, probably uh, just a mistake of ours. I think we were just too focused on product and not focused on the marketing side of things. I and mean, we like our the main name used to be TeamworkPM.net. So when we started the product, we knew we wanted to call it Teamwork. Um, there was just no other name that was right for us. We we had this crap domain, teamworkpm.net. And it was about, um, I think it's two years ago now, we, we decided to buy teamwork.com and rebrand everything as that. Cost us a cool, cool uh, half a million euro, $765,000 to get Yeah, that. I read about that, that you guys had spent some serious money on that teamwork.com domain. Absolutely. Why was that? particular domain so important to you um we knew we've we know we've a great product we know technically the product is very very strong and people tell us all the time on twitter um and on testimonials and feedback and blog posts they write about us that they've tried every other product out there and they come back to us because we're the, technically the strongest and they love all our features um but we knew that our marketing was letting us down uh, we knew that we really needed to get a much stronger emphasis on the marketing side of things. Um, teamwork.com is something we had originally tried to acquire um, when we started this seven years ago. We reached out to the guy and asked him how much he'd be willing to sell it for. And at the time, he told us $20 million wouldn't consider any less. So we, we reached out again and again over the years. We knew if we could get this domain, that it would be a great coup for us. Even if two, uh, if two guys are sitting in a pub at night and two business guys, and they're, they're talking about what product you use to help you manage your business. Nobody's going to remember our old domain, teamworkpm.net. But um, it's a very easy thing to remember, teamwork.com. We knew it would really help us brand, get our branding right. Are you an entrepreneur looking to buy a profitable online business or a founder ready to sell? Bupos is the number one platform for buying and selling profitable online businesses. With their exclusive listings, as well as listings from other marketplaces, and the option to submit your own deal for approval, Bupos has you covered. Plus, they're the first to offer built-in acquisition financing for qualified buyers of recurring revenue businesses, allowing you to access fast funding without personal guarantees. And their experienced M&A advisory team supports you every step of the way. To learn more, visit sasclub.io slash bupos that's sasclub.io slash b-o-o-p-o-s sign up today and get qualified to start your entrepreneurial journey or sell your business at the right valuation with bupos.com so looking back at the last few years what do you <clears throat> what do you think was one of the hardest things about building this this product and business now you 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 talked about the marketing and um you know the focus on the product um, 
and and I think that one of the things that I researched was like, you, you know, your title, your job title, or the way that you you kind of describe yourself on on your site is, you know, C- co-founder, CEO, and I believe lead developer as well. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> so you're, I think you're the first CEO plus lead developer that I've met, and um, I, I think a lot of people would say, you know, I, I've I've built products, I've built products that I thought were great that solved a problem that I had. But nobody else wanted to use it. So, what was it that you guys were doing differently? Why? Why did it work for you? Why did it work for us? I think the the big thing with us is we like those first three years and and to still today we use our own product every day. We eat our own dog food. So um, because of that, we really get rid of all the rough edges in the product. We round it out. Any little thing that annoys us, we know it's going to be annoying our customers as well. Um, so if a form is slow to pop up or we find adding a task is slow or we're missing RSS feeds or we don't have integration with product X, we'll go and get that done to scratch our own itch. That's been one of the real reasons teamwork is as good as it is and that people love the feature set. Can you tell me about one, one particular example where, um, you lost uh, customers because you guys weren't focusing on the marketing? On the marketing. Uh, mostly it's just the, the amount of people that came to our website. Or, you know, we'd often just hear people say that, where where have you guys been? Why did it take me so long to find you? That they, they'd done a lot of research and that we we're nowhere to be listed. Um, simple little things like the, the Wikipedia project page, uh, a list of... Um, project management software, we're still not listed on that because we, we didn't have a focus on that. And now Wikipedia are so stringent that we're finding it very hard to get listed there. And so that, that's really probably killing us. Um, there's other things that we were, we were so focused on making the product that um, you know, we were hosting with the wrong company for a while. We, we ran into massive problems there. We were, I won't name the company, but we were hosting with uh, a company in North America, a uh, hosting company, and one day they just went dark on us. And we tried contacting those. Teamwork, teamwork was offline. This is in our early days um, for, I think, 24 hours. And we called and we called and we called. Here we are in Ireland. We were getting thousands of calls to here. Um, it was a complete disaster. I didn't sleep for 24 hours. I just There was nothing we could do. We just to just keep contacting this hosting company, asking them what, what's going on. But the, the, they had had a massive power outage and their backup generators hadn't kicked in. So uh, we we had a couple of servers with them that were you know they were costing us thirty thousand each, um, but we just ditched the whole lot and we moved everything. We did a massive research project on what we should do. We moved everything to Amazon. If we had been, I know that's kind of technical as well, but it's kind of more high end, uh, looking at the the product from a higher point rather than just concentrating on the code every day. Um, so yeah, there's there's lots of little mistakes we made like that. So we've been with Amazon Web Services ever since that outage back in the early days, and uh, we haven't had notice since. Nice. I'm sure Mr. Bezos will be very pleased with that. <laughs> now, let's talk about the current business. How, how many people do you have working at Teamwork today? Uh, we just hired four, so I think we're up to 26 now. 26 people. And you, did you say you guys have done, you're doing $14 million in revenue? We're, we're heading there. We're, I think we're doing... Uh, $8 million right now. And we're at the rate we're growing, we should easily hit the $14 million by the end of the year. So we're also 
I can I can't tell you what it is, but I can tell you that we have another two products coming on stream. So our plan is to be have the world's only suite of business products that actually properly integrate together. So we're gonna we're gonna help you run your business from uh, from soup to nuts. I know some of the guys here hate that expression, so you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the plan. We've a, we've a stream of products coming out. So. Uh, so when I when I did research for this um, for the for this interview, I found a number that you guys were doing about seven million dollars in two thousand and thirteen. Um, so it looks like you guys are going to pretty much double that number this year. Easily, yeah. yeah. So what's driving that growth? Um, at the moment, we've, we've, well, teamwork.com alone, that domain name switch, switching our entire branding to that has done massive things for us. You can see, if you look at our sales chart, you can see the inflection point from probably exactly a month after we bought that domain. Um, things really started to grow for us. Um, so that alone has been massive. The, the domain paid for itself within a year. Absolutely. Wow. Apart from that, we've, we've just got really stronger on our marketing. We've got really stronger, you know, or Google AdWords, or telling our story, doing interviews like this, getting the word out there. We're encouraging people to tweet about us more. We're um, telling stories on our blog. Um, just just putting a lot more effort into the marketing, really. But, you know, I think, you know, you guys have a great story that, first of all, you bootstrapped this business. Um, secondly, you know, you guys are doing... Uh, eight figures in revenue and i believe you're also profitable right absolutely we've been profitable since the day we turned off our consultancy and turned this business on wow so um i, I suppose some people would say that as a negative we could have grown faster if we'd taken on a bit of a um, bit of investment but uh we've we've always been really reluctant to to give away equity in the company and so looking forward at the next few years what does the future of teamwork look like? Wow. I mean, I, I, I mean, from what I, and I should preface that by, you know, you, I, from the research I did, you guys have some pretty big plans, right? I mean, I think sure. you're, you're kind of thinking about yourselves as, as becoming the market leader from what I, what I, that was my takeaway. Uh, absolutely. Why not dream big? As I said earlier on, we definitely want to be the market leader in project management. Uh, but we also, want to be the market leader in a few other sectors as well. Instead, we want to help you run your entire business. We have a, so we have a very, very ambitious plan that to kind of reach towards 2020 to be hitting 100 million in revenue. So we're going to do that by bringing a couple of other products on stream that are going to really, really tightly integrate with Teamwork, with Teamwork PM. So nobody else has kind of done this to the degree that we, we plan to do it. So we are, at the moment, we have a teamwork chat beta is currently rolled out to our existing customers. That's coming online in two months' time to everyone. And that's going to be a kind of loss-leading product for us. People are going to be able to sign up for that completely free. And hopefully, once they like it, they're going to love the kind of integrations we got going on with that into Teamwork PM. We also have, I can tell you, this is why I've been so busy lately, when you were trying to get in touch with me, um, I think it's in 43 days' time. We're launching a massive new product that we've been working on for over seven months. So uh, hopefully, it's going to tackle another industry and it's going to hopefully take the world by storm. Wow! All right, Peter, it's now time for our lightning round. 
I'm going to ask you a series of questions and I'd like you to answer them as quickly as you can. Okay. What's the best piece of business advice that you ever received? Um, I definitely have to go back to what I said earlier on, dream big. Uh, I don't think people do that enough. I think people, I, I definitely meet a lot of entrepreneurs in Ireland who are thinking about the Irish market and I keep telling them, forget about it, it's too small. Um, think big, think big, whatever you're thinking at the moment, think bigger. What drives that kind of thinking for you? Where, where does that come from? I, I think it's from when I was young and I first read about Bill Gates and I, I know he was just this ordinary guy that did incredibly, incredible things. I think I was just really inspired from a young age and knew I wanted to make my stamp on the world as well. What book would you recommend to our audience and why? Um, okay, I'd have to recommend three. Um, latest one I've read is an excellent book called Startup CEO, A Field Guide to Scaling Up Your Business. Um, really, really, really good. Some very practical tips in there. That's by Matt Blumberg. Um, but I'd also have to say, being a complete nerd, that um, Joel Spolsky is the best software writing. And uh, Joel on software, just all his technical essays. There's so much wisdom in there, how to write technical specs, how to hire staff. I just think if you're running a tech company, it's a must read. And thirdly, what I thought was a great book is um, uh, Mark Spinoff's Salesforce. Uh, I think it's called Behind the Cloud. was another very, very good read. Awesome. Yeah, I had uh, Michael Pryor um, on the show a few weeks ago, who's Joel Spolsky's um, co-founder. I see and, uh, and uh, I, you know, I love what those guys are doing over at, at Fog Creek and the kind of the culture that they're building over there. I think it's a great, great model that I think a lot of other companies could be, could be learning from. Absolutely. I actually um, visited their office on an open day a couple of years ago when I was over in New York. And, uh, you know, I talked to all the guys there. I'm sure they wouldn't remember me from back then. I was just one of many. But uh, I remember leaving that place and just being so impressed. I'm sitting here in a Herman Miller chair, Aaron chair. And, you know, after trying them out in their offices at the time, I was there, I have to give me one of those. But uh, we, we have the policies here. Like every developer gets their own office with a door. You can actually close. If a developer's door is closed, you leave them alone. They're working on something, you know. So, yeah, we've taken a lot of inspiration from those guys. Awesome. What is, in your mind, um, one attribute or characteristic of a successful entrepreneur? Um, I would have to say being tenacious not letting the minor knockbacks distract you from the bigger plan um, and just keeping at it. You know, you have to, you'll have, you're going to have highs and lows. You just have to keep at it till you get there. Yeah. What's your favorite personal productivity tool or habit? Um, I've read a lot about this. I'm tempted to say teamwork, but um, <laughs> apart from that, uh, one thing or two things I'd really recommend to people would be single focusing on one task at a time. So you should know what you're working on and don't allow yourself to be distracted by anything else. If something else pops in your head, jot it down, put down a task for it for later, but concentrate on getting your, your single most important task done at a time. And don't be afraid to delegate the less important tasks. Um, the second thing then is don't let email become a distraction. Uh, I, I personally do my emails three times a day. I'm not one of these people that keeps them open all day as I've seen so many other people do. Uh, we're getting, I probably get 500 emails a day. So I clear them three times a day and that's it. How, how do you spend your day? Are you still spending a lot of time actually in the code? I'm transitioning away from that. So there's a bit of a plan there that I've been uh, heads down kind of leading this product, this new product coming out for the last seven months. But um, 
I've kind of also laid down the our architecture for the next five years was part of that. But now we're I'm trusting the kind of people that work for me to do a great job, and I'm kind of going to be doing more of an oversight role. I am one of my biggest biggest uh, goals this year as a CEO is to hire another twenty people. So I, I really need to concentrate on that side of things. So um, at the moment, I'm still spending about half my week coding, but I think in time it's going to be it's going to come less, much less than that. If you had to start over tomorrow, what problem or market or opportunity do you find most interesting that you would want to go and tackle? Um, there's lots. Right? There's loads of great ideas popping in my head all the time. Um, I try not to get distracted by them. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, kind of middleware services out there at the moment that aren't being done very well. Um, for example, we're using... I won't name any of the companies now, but we're using uh, these external companies to help us with processing of millions of incoming emails. And uh, some of those services have been pretty terrible. And I keep thinking there's a huge opportunity here for somebody to do it right. So I've tried personally about six of these guys now. And um, like some of them have great reputations and they, they talk to the talk, but they don't walk the walk. There's a big market there. The second one then would be, um, I think uh, Amazon Web Services are doing a good job. Uh, they're they're definitely the best of what I've seen out there, but I would love to get into that space and create a create a, a system for churning out cloud infrastructure that does it even better. Now it's interesting that you say that that you know I've there's there's these players who maybe are not doing something very well, and there's an opportunity to do it much better, and that's kind of basically the same philosophy that that you followed when you started out building the teamwork product but i think there are a lot of people out there who can see these opportunities they can see your products and they say you know there's a gap there they could be doing it better it doesn't necessarily mean they can go and build a better product right because it's not like these guys are sitting there saying let's build a crappy product right there's a whole bunch of challenges that come with doing these things so so why do you feel that um you know, you could do it better. Um, simply because I wouldn't, uh, just to, to again, the tenaciousness, I wouldn't stop until it is better. I would work night and day on it. I'd plan it. I'd talk about it. I'd dream about it. I'd eat and sleep it just until we get to where I want it to be. Um, and I, I kind of try to instill that passion in everyone here. You know, we want to make the best software in the world. We don't want to make mediocre software. We're not going to accept okay. Um, we want to be the best, have the best software in the industry. Awesome. All right. What's an interesting or fun fact about you that most people don't know? Well, uh, let me think. Uh, so one interesting fact is uh, back in our consultancy days when we were very young and naive, we were, we were probably still only 21, 22 years old, fresh out of college. Um, there was a day where we miserable day in Cork. Uh, we had these uh, replica handguns, which are completely illegal in Ireland. Um, they, they just shot little... Uh, pellets, you know. Well, one wet, miserable day, there was nobody around, and I shot this street sign out the window. And uh, about uh, about twenty minutes later, we had the arms guardy, the police of Ireland, raided our office. Oh my god! <laughs> it was uh, not quite an hour, but uh, yeah. Wow, that's a that's, that should be an interesting. You should put that on your website. Interesting mm-hmm. milestone in the development of the company. <laughs> <laughs> I sure I'm going to get in trouble with the guys for uh, telling me last night. <laughs> and, and finally, what is one of your most important passions outside of your work? 
Um, definitely traveling. I love traveling the world. I just spent uh, six months in America. I did a month before that traveling uh, around um, Central America. Had an absolutely amazing time with diving, dived Great Blue Hole. Um, just, just seeing the world, getting out there and seeing it all. All right. Great answers. Peter, I want to thank you for joining me today and sharing your experiences and insights with our audience. And, and thank you for letting us get to know you a little better personally as well. Now, if folks want to find out more about teamwork, they can now go to teamwork.com. Um, and if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? You can just shoot me an email, peter at teamwork.com. Awesome. Peter, thanks again. And I wish you continued success. Thank you very much, Omar. Are you still wrestling with rigid spreadsheets that slow down your team? Jotform Tables is a solution you've been looking for. Jotform Tables combines the power of a spreadsheet with the flexibility of a database. You can collect your data through customizable online forms and Jotform Tables automatically organizes and stores all the data submitted through your Jotform forms. You can also import and export files and collaborate with your team effortlessly. All changes are synced in real time, so everyone is always on the same page. But Jotform Tables is more than just a spreadsheet alternative with conditional formatting, data visualization, and more than 250 integrations, it's a complete productivity platform for your team. You can even automate tasks and workflows to save time. Ready to centralize your data, boost your team's efficiency, and take your productivity to new heights? Sign up for free at sasclub.io slash jotform. That's sasclub.io slash jotform. Do you dream of owning a profitable online business or are you looking to sell yours? Bupos.com is the number one platform for entrepreneurs and founders alike. With Bupos, you can discover exclusive listings, browse listings from other marketplaces, or submit your own deal for approval. As the first platform to offer built-in acquisition financing for qualified buyers, Bupos makes it easier than ever to acquire a recurring revenue business without personal guarantees. Their experienced M&A advisory team is dedicated to supporting you throughout the process, ensuring a smooth transaction. Don't miss out on this exciting opportunity. To learn more, visit sasclub.io slash bupos. That's sasclub.io slash B-O-O-P-O-S. Sign up today and get qualified to sell your business or find your next venture. Hey, are you struggling to grow your SaaS business? Well, you're not alone, but the good news is you don't have to settle for slow growth. The right tools can be a growth game changer, and that's where the SaaS toolkit comes in. This free guide cuts through the noise and shows you the 12 essential types of tools successful SaaS startups have used to get to seven figures and beyond. It gives you specific examples and makes practical recommendations to help you find the perfect growth tools for your needs. So stop feeling stuck. Visit thesastoolkit.com to download your free copy and unlock the growth potential you've been missing. That's the sastoolkit.com.